Good morning. It's December 23rd, 2019, just two days away from Christmas and just eight days left in this year. As always on Monday, I like to give you some kind of inspiration, some type of thoughtfulness about who we are and who we want to be as Americans. And certainly as we wind down this very tumultuous year, particularly in politics, it's been on my mind a lot, as it is on many of yours. I thought today I would focus, however, on something that happened on Friday uh, of last week, where Christianity Today, which is a hallmark Christian magazine, excuse me, that's been around uh, forever, since I believe the 50s, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Billy Graham, uh, the late Billy Graham, world famous evangelist, uh, one of the founders of Christianity Today in an effort to spread the gospel to people and in a more uh, cosmopolitan way, if you will, if you think back to uh, for those of you that are baby boomers or Gen Xers like me, uh, and you're old enough to remember when magazines were a staple in every household, whether it was Ladies Home Journal or Red Book or or Ebony or Jed or uh, Newsweek or Time or Life Magazine. Magazines were a big staple in American life uh, 30, 40 years ago. And Christianity Today was groundbreaking. Well, if you're not aware, uh, please hit Google and Google Christianity Today. They took a very bold and um, I think some would say controversial step in calling for, in an editorial like the New York Times has done, the Washington Post, and major papers all throughout the country, USA Today, have called for the removal of President Trump from office. Not just the impeachment of him, but the removal of him from office. And I don't think anybody saw this one coming because, as you know, the president has enjoyed unprecedented support with white evangelicals. And I make the break with white evangelicals because black uh, evangelicals, black churchgoers are not in the Trump camp. As you know, the Democrat Party uh, consistently gets more than 90% of the African-American vote in every election. Uh, almost all, if not all, uh, elected officials in the Congress, with the exception of Will Hurd, who's a Republican from Texas, who's retiring and who is African-American, and one, a black U.S. Senator, Tim Scott of South Carolina, uh, who said he won't run again uh, after this next cycle. Uh, only two black members of Congress in the uh, body of Congress, uh, 435 members in the House, 100 in the Senate, um, are, are, are Republican. That's a pretty scary number. And so I give you that for context to show that uh, for the evangelical base to come out against Trump is a big deal. And so uh, it was uh, headlines all throughout the weekend. We discussed it on air last week. I'm sure we'll discuss it again today. I'll be on CNN at 1 p.m. this afternoon Eastern. It'll be my last hit before the new year. I'm going to take some time off. But nevertheless, I want to talk a little bit about this as a Monday inspiration. Um, you know, it's a great scripture in the gospel of Matthew and Jesus says, what does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? What does it profit a man to, to gain the world and lose his soul? And I just want to opine for a few moments here on this uh, Monday before Christmas, as we go into uh, the holidays, many of us will go to Christmas Eve service or Christmas day service. Uh, we'll light candles. We will pray uh, will help feed the less fortunate. Uh, at my church, we have something called the Big Give, 
which is something that we do to help uh, the people in Loudoun County, Virginia, who are uh, without means, without food, without shelter. Uh, We have the second largest food bank in my church, a community church in uh, Northern Virginia. And uh, we've adopted hundreds of families, literally, to help them through the holidays. And so as we're doing this, it's, it's interesting how we all go into this mode a few days before the holidays or in the month of December where we want to give and share and bless people. And that's as it should be. But I want to encourage us again as we end 2019 and as we head into a new decade, a new decade, folks, of 2020s, 2020, 2021, 2022. Uh, we're going into the double digits here of, of the 21st century. And that means we're now... 20 years into the new millennia. And I think that a shift is required. A pivot is required. As I look at our politics, as I look at the disgusting and despicable dialogue on social media, the way we talk to each other. I saw someone send a tweet the other day to one of the hosts on CNN, Ana Cabrera, who couldn't be a more sweet, dynamic, just good person, a beautiful young woman, married children and someone just started calling her names telling her how big her head was how ugly she is and that she needs to consider getting off tv and i just stopped and i thought my goodness how do you wake up like that how do you get up and just attack another human being and then i thought well well wait the president of the united states does it regularly and i really read the christianity today piece and i want to encourage you to do it particularly if you're a person of faith Uh, whether it's the Jewish faith, the Muslim faith, the Hindu faith, or the Christian faith, uh, I want you to read it. I actually tweeted the entire editorial out on my timeline last night, and you can go read it on my Twitter feed, at I am Sophia Nelson. But I did that because I wanted people to see it word for word because it was profound, and it was a powerful statement about where we are, not just here in America and our politics, but where we are as human beings and how we have devolved into an ugly caricature of angry bitter people who call each other names who shoot at each other with guns uh, of destruction who have accepted as normal now our children having uh, drills in schools for active shooters who've accepted as normal the president of the united states paying off porn stars and cheating on his wife with playmates and 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 saying he's going to grab women by the genitalia and 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 we just look the other way now we go oh well it's okay because my 401k is doing good or i got a tax cut or oh he's appointing the judges that i want and i want to tell you and i want to challenge you as an american as a citizen to be better than that to rise above that this isn't about partisan politics this is about the soul of america who are we and who are we going to be and more importantly As we look at our young people, I have young nieces, one in college, one in high school. And, you know, when I talk with them and try to learn the language of their generation and I try to talk with young people that I mentor and I understand that the world has shifted hugely from when I was a teenager or when I was in college. And I'm not old, but technology has sped everything up. It's tightened up things. It has limited our vocabulary. It has destroyed our communication. It has taught us how to dumb down. It has taught us how to see things but not really see them. It's taught us to have a very short attention span and an inability to actually sit and dialogue and to sup and to fellowship and to eat with one another and to to respect one another and to hear one another. 
everything now is in a text it's in a broken language it's in a it's in a tweet it's in a i can unfriend you i can delete you i can i can uh, cancel you that's where we are and i'm telling you that that is dangerous for a representative democracy like ours the last great republic on this earth we are heading in in a bad direction because we have lost our moral compass and i want to challenge you as i challenge myself every day to live by a code a code of honor a code of integrity a code of faith a code of respect for other people particularly when they're different from me a code of not just tolerance i don't want to just tolerate people but a code of understanding about who people are and what they want and why they matter as much as i think i matter and uh at my Christmas party on Friday, we have a big annual Christmas party and we have about 40, 50 people over throughout the course of a few hours. And uh, I always give away gifts and I make some remarks. And uh, when I looked around the room, Sophia Nelson parties, Nelson parties are always going to be diverse. I'm intentional about who I put in the room. I have people who work for President Trump in the room who are arch conservatives with people who work with President Obama in the room who are arch liberals. I have moderates in the room. I have Catholics in the room. I have Jewish people in the room. I have Christians in the room. I have black, white, Italian, red, Asian, Hispanic. And I'm intentional about that because at the end of every party, when I'm giving out the gifts and I'm making some remarks, I remind people to look around the room and I challenge them to be in rooms that look like that. I challenge them to have friends and relationships and alliances that look like the whole world that we live in. America is a diverse place. It is a place of many peoples from many cultures. It is a land of immigrants. It was built by immigrants. It was built by slaves. And here we are in the 21st century, e pluribus unum, out of many one. The name of this podcast, e pluribus many one. E pluribus one is the name of my book. And if you have not uh, purchased e pluribus one, it makes a great Christmas gift. I want to encourage you to do that. And I want to encourage you to uh, get yourself a copy and read it and read it to your kids and share with them the great heroes and heroines of American history that brought us from our beginnings to where we are today. And that's what e pluribus one is all about. Our founding principles, read our founding principles. Who are we? What do we believe in? How have we evolved? How did we perfect this union? I want to challenge you on this uh, uh, December 23rd to uh, really love your country and to remember John F. Kennedy's words about uh, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. It is a great call. It is a clarion call for a generation that served in the Peace Corps. And I'm challenging us today, those who listen to this podcast all around the globe, that America is in a difficult place right now. America is literally in the fight for her soul. And it all really comes down to this one man who we have as president right now, who has divided us in ways we haven't been divided in probably in a hundred years, who has uh, split us truly. We are a split country. Um, the polls show it on impeachment. The polls show it on uh, the election of the next president. The polls show it on cultural beliefs. The polls show it on uh, financial and economic security. Everything about us is split. And so I want to challenge us not to become uh, a nation that a hundred years from now people write about the demise of America began in the 2017, 18, 19. Uh, hundreds because 
America was so divided and America refused to look at herself and America began to attack her own institutions and America began to be openly tolerant of racism and nationalism and isms and things that are not just godless but things that history has shown break nations and destroy nations and they never rise again where is oh great egypt where is oh great rome where is are the great civilizations of the world that were once dominant that dominated the world they are now no longer existing and so i don't want america to be that place i fear that that's where we're headed because we're angry and we're fearful and whenever there's anger and fear to quote Yoda from Star Wars, uh, anger leads to the dark side. And it's true, whenever we are run by our fears and not our hopes, whenever we are run by our angers and our divisions and not the things that unite us and bring us together, we are headed down a dark path. And so I wanna challenge you um, that you, you personally, your family, uh, the people that you know, the people that you touch see light in you. They see goodness in you. They see uh, someone that's winning, someone that's loving, someone that's healing, someone that's lifting, someone that's building. And that's my word to all of us today. Uh, we're in a fight for the soul of America right now. Uh, and I hope we win that fight. Um, it's good to have differences. It's good to have disagreements. It's good to have tugs and pulls. That's what makes us strong. But uh, if we don't watch ourselves, we're going to break. Uh, Anger, division, name-calling, lack of morals. Uh, Rome fell. Rome fell for many reasons. But one of the biggest reasons, and I'll end with this, that Rome fell was decadence and hedonism. Rome was immoral, uh, completely immoral. There were no boundaries, where, whether it was with sex, whether it was with uh, the violating of children and, and sex slaves, or whether it was feeding Christians to lions and and, and having people be in, in the arena where they fought to the death. Uh, there was bloodlust. There was uh, a lack of any compass of right and wrong. There was wickedness in its purest sense. And that's where we're headed. We tolerate the slaughtering of our fellow citizens with gun violence and we look the other way. We, we don't want to do anything about it. We tolerate the murder of women and girls in this country at unbelievable levels with domestic violence. We, we tolerate sex trafficking. We have a porn culture uh, that is vibrant and gets more vibrant every day. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a purist. I'm not a, a prude by any stretch, but I know that civilizations cannot exist if they're not civilized. And if there aren't boundaries and if there aren't moral lines and if there aren't boundaries that we draw, uh, if we don't do this, if we don't understand that our leaders matter, that our leaders must be uh, paragons of virtue, not perfect human beings because none of us will ever be that, not people who don't have flaws because it is in our flaws that we grow, it is in our failings that we grow and we become better leaders, we become better parents, we become better spouses if we are humble and contrite and if we turn and change i don't see that happening in the public square i'll end with this uh, one of my dear friends uh who i was on tv with the other day julian epstein i've known julian for 20 some years we worked on the clinton impeachment 
And uh, Julian said it, the death of the public square is happening right before our very eyes and no one's doing anything about it. And he's right. The public square is dying. And by public square, we simply mean the discourse, the boundaries, the wisdom of elders that's embraced, the wisdom of um, charity and goodness and faith, uh, of marriage, of family, uh, of, of, of something being... Um, sanctified and holy of right and wrong there are moral absolutes don't let anybody tell you there aren't because there are and e pluribus unum out of many one 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 from many parts one from many points of view one from many lenses one from many backgrounds one from many experiences that's who we are and i hope that's who we always be god bless you god keep you um, I hope to do a podcast on Christmas Day, but uh, not really sure. I'm hoping to have one special guest, a pastor, uh, who will give us some real wisdom and some nuggets to take into 2020 as we wind down and wind back up. Start making your resolutions now. Start thinking about what your next year looks like now. Don't wait till January 1st. Think about it. Give it some thought. Write out some things. What do you need to change? Who do you need to change in terms of in your row, in your circle? Um, Who needs to be moved back? Who needs to be moved in? What do you need? Uh, Where are you going? What you doing? Who can you help? How can you be a better you? Those are the things you ought to be thinking about seriously because you're going into a new 10 years and a new 10 years is special. So I'm excited about it. I hope you're excited about it. I got to run. I got to get dressed and get myself ready for television. I'll see you at one o'clock Eastern on uh, this Monday, December 23rd on CNN. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again before the year's out. God bless. Take care now. Happy New Year. This is your host, Sophia Nelson. And welcome back to E Pluribus Podcast. This is the first episode of season two of a new year, 2020, and a new decade. I thought that as we opened up this new year, a very big political year, a very big year for America, uh, a very big year for the Constitution, we the people, we have a lot going on uh, here in January. And I want to talk a little bit about that. But before we get into the rest of this month, and we have some great guests lined up for you, I am truly excited about uh, the guests that we're going to have on through the rest of this month as we open this new season of E Pluribus Cast. Uh, but I wanted to do something a little bit different. At the beginning of every new year, we all have resolutions, all of us, whether we write them down, whether we've talked about them, whatever the case, we all have them. And I thought that I would share a little with this platform, with the listeners here on this podcast, which is about America, American culture, American people, about how we love baseball and music, how we love hate politics and politicians, how we love and honor our Constitution, yet know that in a 21st century world, a 18th century document can be difficult to navigate. And everything about this podcast is about we the people, about the many of us being one. And I thought that I would share on this platform some of what I do on my other platforms, which is motivation and inspiration. So I've got 10 things that I want to share with you that I want you to seriously think about stopping in your life, breaking in your life. 
I think that if we can work on ourselves as people, as human beings, as citizens, um, I think that we create a better America. I think that we, when we find fulfillment with self, when we are able to be honest with self, when we are able to work on ourselves, I think that we just bring more positivity, uh, better energy, better vibes. I'm all about the energy in 2020. I'm all about the energy in 2020. And I am being very serious about as I age, I just had a birthday on Sunday and I'm blessed to be in my early 50s. It is a blessing. Not everybody lives to be in their 50s. Not everybody makes it to their 40s. Not everybody makes it to 21 or to 16. So if you're going to shift in this new decade, if you're going to have a different mindset, and if we're going to be a different people, a different country, a different America, then it all starts with you and with me. And so I want to share 10 things with you that I shared in my New Year's Day masterclass. You can listen to that online on demand. Uh, But I thought I'd share it here on this podcast to our listeners around the world as well as here at home because these are universal principles that we as human beings can always work on and appreciate. And I hope that you'll take them for what they're worth in your life and write them down, meditate on them, think about them, pray on them, whatever you need to do to decide what fits where you are. But I know that they're going to help you because they're helping me. So I'm going to give you the 10 things that you need to stop doing in 2020. Hard stop. If you want to have a different year and a different decade, and if you want to be better at reaching other people, talking to other people, communicating with other people, uh, I know that these will help you. Number one, Stop doing stuff that you hate just to please other people. Stop doing stuff that you hate just to please other people and make them happy. Just stop. Number two, stop being the go-to for people that you can't go to. Now, some of you are nodding amen on this one because this one is hard for all of us. Uh, All of us have people that we have to take care of, look out for. But we also need people that take care of us and look out for us. This goes back to the energy piece I was talking about. Stop going to and doing things for and helping people who are never there for you. We can love people. We can pray for them. But we don't have to drain ourselves for them, particularly if they're not in our corner, in our row. I believe in the concept of reciprocity. It's huge. You want reciprocal relationships, where they will empty you, drain you, and you'll become bitter. Number three, stop shrinking back in your life to make others feel stronger, more in control, or empowered at your expense. Stop shrinking back. Folks, shrinking is never sexy. It's never good. It's never appropriate. There's a difference between shrinking and knowing when to not speak or to be quiet in a moment. Those are different. But shrinking yourself down, dimming your light to make others feel good is a loser. Stop that. Number four, stop letting people mistreat you just because you love them. Ooh, this one's big. Love is love. Love is kind. Love is compassionate. Love is gracious. Love is good. Love is long-suffering. Love is gentle. Stop letting people mistreat you just because you love them and you make excuses about what they do, particularly moms of sons and parents of children that have gone wayward and do things that we don't want them to do, uh, spouses that mistreat us, boyfriends, girlfriends that mistreat us, employers that mistreat us, 
Stop allowing people to mistreat you because you care about them or because you love them. Number five, stop swallowing your words. Spit them out. The world needs to hear your words. Be brave. Sometimes you got to be raw, be bold, be authentic. The world needs to hear your voice. Number six, stop caring what people think of you. You know, someone told me once, and this set me free, what other people think of you, Sophia, is none of your business. What other people think of you is none of your business. And that's so true. I don't have time. You don't have time. The world doesn't have time for negative, petty haters. We're all going to have haters. I like to tell my haters at the beginning of every year, you ain't seen nothing yet. If I made you mad last year, I'm really going to make you mad this year. Don't worry about what people think about you. Of course we care if our kids have an issue with us, our spouse, our parents, our siblings, because those are the people that will love us and we will be with our entire lives if we're blessed. So yes, you have to care if you're not handling yourself right, if you're not treating people the way they need to be treated. Absolutely. But I'm talking about people who just don't like you and are never going to like you. Stop worrying about that. That's not for you. Move on. Uh, Number seven, stop dwelling on the past. What you lost, who walked away, who hurt you. It's done. It's over. It's time for you to move on and live your life forward. God, if we could do this as a nation, if we could do this as communities, churches, in our marriages, in our homes, in our families, in our places of work, people holding grudges, people mean, people mad. Stop focusing on that stuff. It's toxic. It's not good for you. It won't push you forward. It will pull you backwards. Number eight, stop letting people treat you the way you don't want to be treated. Look, we teach people how to treat us, the end, period. I didn't understand that for a lot of years in my life. I thought, oh, it's them, and why are they mean to me, and why doesn't he love me, and why isn't this right? I taught them how to treat me by how I treated me, by how I valued me. So do yourself a favor. Teach people how to treat you by how you treat you and stop letting people talk to you crazy, treat you crazy. Just stop. These are all really easy, common sense things. I am not breaking new ground here. I'm giving you some things you know in your mind and in your heart, but you've stopped. You've stopped believing. You've stopped caring. You've just succumbed. Uh, One of the things that I have ranted about over this past year in our politics is the dumbing down of our politics, the dumbing down of our values, the dumbing down of our morals, the, the we put up with anything and we're okay with it, anything that should offend us, upset us, we just accept it now as our new normal. And no, rage against the dying of the light. Dylan Thomas, I'm a big fan. Rage, rage, rage against the dying of the light. It is so important that you know what you believe in. You know what you want. You know what you're worth. And you teach people how to treat you accordingly. That goes for us as a nation, my fellow Americans and my fellow citizens of the world. You should believe in something. There should be boundaries. There should be lines that people cannot cross. Number nine. Stop trying to fix people and things that you did not break. Boy, folks, you can't want more for people than they want for themselves. You can't love somebody more than they love themselves. You can pray. You can care. But at the end of the day, you can't fix what's broke in anybody's life but your own. And that can be a challenge. Stop trying to fix people and, 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 and heal things that you didn't break. That's codependent. 
It's dysfunctional and it's going to drain you. Lastly, last but not least, stop being stuck. Stop moping around. Stop waiting. Stop being defeated. And do, do start living this one amazing, beautiful life that God has given you. I'm a believer in providence. I'm a believer in energy. I'm a believer in possibilities. I'm a believer in second, third, and fourth chances because I've seen it all in my own life. Let me close with this. Right now, the world is concerned. We're in a war footing. The United States and Iran have traded uh, attacks. The president of the United States of America spoke on uh, Wednesday morning, January the 8th. Uh, He addressed the nation and the world. It's Iran's move next. We have troops in the Middle East, not just American forces, but Australian forces, British forces, French forces, Canadian forces, uh, countries from all around the world, Iraqi forces. ISIS is a threat. ISIS is evil. ISIS is diabolical. It's inhumane. It's not the best of us. It is the absolute worst of us. And I want to call all of us to work on ourselves because when you're happy, when you're fulfilled, when you know how to love, when you know who you are, when you know what you want, when you know what your code is, when you know what your value is, you're going to spread that joy and that light and that understanding and that compassion to other human beings, regardless of what they look like, who they are, where they come from. We have got to shift Australia is literally burning and my thoughts go out to my friends in Sydney. I remember being there in 2018, beautiful country, beautiful people, the little koala bears, we were able to go and 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 hold them and they're burning. We have a serious climate crisis, whether you believe in the science or not. Uh, we can argue about that on another podcast, which we will do this year. I will get an expert on that from both sides. And um We can argue about that later, but I think we can all agree that what we see is disturbing. And um, if you can send money to help to assist the firefighters, do so. I have. I know many have. Um, I want the 2020s for me to be not only just the best decade of my life, which I think it's shaping up to be. uh, I love my 50s so far. I just turned 53. And no, I don't lie about my age, as Oprah says. Why would I lie about my age? I'm blessed to be this age. I'm blessed. I have what others would give their right arm for. Despite my troubles, my challenges, my hurts, my wounds, my failings, my disappointments, I am a blessed, rich woman because I have friends, because I have people who love me, people I love. I have uh, faithful, loyal friends. My row is tight. Uh, my outlook is good. I'm blessed. And I want you to adopt that attitude. I could lay around and feel sorry for myself. This didn't happen. That didn't happen. God, I, I played by the rules you gave me. I did what you told me. And I met mean people and people did mean things to me. Now, you know what? Stay in that place if you want to, but it's not going to move you forward. And that is what I want to say, particularly to those of us who are Americans. We've got to move past our racial differences, our gender differences, our our cultural differences, our regional differences. The South doesn't like the North. The Midwest doesn't like the coastal elites. The coastal elites think the Southerners are ignorant and they don't like the people that have guns and the people that have guns are bad people. And 
the people who don't want guns and believe they ought to be uh, reined in or that laws need to get more stringent, believe those people are traitors and this one's not a patriot. And it, all of that is crap. It's crap. And we've got to get to a place where we start to have honest conversation. E pluribus unum out of many one. I broke it down in the very first episode of this podcast last year. I'll break it down again. The founding fathers in 1780, when Sam Adams told Charles Thompson to come up with a motto, 13 very different colonies, half had slaves, the other half did not. They didn't agree on much of anything at all. But they understood if they were going to defeat the British king, the tyrant that was making their life miserable, they were going to need to find common ground. They were going to need to find things they agreed about. They were going to be different. They were going to have different opinions and beliefs, different religious faiths. But they were going to agree on liberty and sovereignty and peace and destiny and man's ability to chart his own course. Equality, which we did not practice at the beginning of this great republic. But we got there. We're still getting there. Folks, it is a great thing to be alive. And I hope that as you start at the dawn of this new year and this new decade, that you will begin to shift how you speak, how you talk, how you treat your neighbors, how you let people treat you what you teach your kids, what you speak to the people you love. This goes for me as much as for you. How do I be a better person? How am I a better citizen so that I can empower and help others? How can I outreach? How can I be a champion for inclusion and diversity? How can I bring others to the table? How can I learn from others? How can they learn from me? That's what this is all about. That's my word to you in this first episode of season two of Eplorbus Podcast. I am so grateful for our listeners. We have just been, I got a notice this morning that on Apple Podcasts, we are uh, one of the top political, cultural podcasts now. Um, I am super excited about the rest of this month. Follow us on Twitter at Cast, on Instagram at Book, on Facebook at Book. Um, and uh, certainly follow me at I am Sophia Nelson for updates when we have upcoming guests. We have a podcast at least once a week on Mondays. It's Monday Motivation, and then I like to have a guest on at least twice a month. So I look forward to that. Uh, God bless you and keep you. Again, prayers for our fellow citizens in Puerto Rico who have uh, been through so much. Give if you can, support if you can for our Friends, the Australians, uh, God bless you. Uh, Stay safe. We're praying for you. And just for our troops in the Middle East. um, And I had the privilege of having uh, Colonel Kaggins on for Thanksgiving. Listen to that podcast. He's the OIR spokesman. Um, They're right in the thick of this. They're right there in Iraq, right there in Baghdad, uh, praying for them and praying for their safety and their safe return home, praying for the the young troops that just got sent out of Fort Bragg, no escalation, de-escalation. I'm praying for the president of the United States as the word tells me that I should. I'm praying for our leaders. I'm praying that wise men and women use wisdom and use uh, constraint and restraint in this very important time. So God bless you. Happy New Year. Let's do 2020 right. Let's be positive. Let's be uh 
funnels of of positivity and connectivity and and, and goodness. And and we can. We can. So thank you for listening. God bless you. Keep you. Uh, I look forward to this amazing year. Bye-bye now.